Hi, folks. I'm Bob Shrub, physical therapist. Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Today we are the most famous physical therapists on earth. In our opinion, of course. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about hip pain, arthritis. We got eight strongly recommended treatments by experts. And who are these experts? I'm going to reveal this right away, Brad. Okay. It's the American it's physicians from the American College of Rheumatology and Arthritis. So all these doctors get together. In in 2019, they did this. They've been doing it for years. They re-update it every okay. so often. And they, they look through the research. They scanned all the research mm -hmm. that's out there. And they figure out what is working and what is not working. Sure. And they kind of hedge their bet by they'll say they strongly recommend or they just recommend mm -hmm. or... Uh, strongly recommend against. Uh, okay. So, so the pros, what's going to yeah. make it better, what's going to make it worse, and in between. So I picked out only the stuff that they strongly recommended okay. for hip arthritis. To make it better? Yeah, to make it better. Okay. Number one, uh, no surprise here, hip exercise is strongly recommended for patients with hip osteoarthritis. Mm -hmm. Now, I think when I think of hip exercise, I think of stretching. Mm-hmm. Because we want to make sure the hip has as much motion as possible. Right. Maintain the motion. And we've got lots of videos on that, right, Brad? We do. And what else? We have a program section on no, it. No, I know, but uh, hip strengthening. That's Strength, well, yeah, range of motion, stretching and strengthening. Oftentimes, you know, we're therapists. We believe, you know, those are cousins or Yeah, there we locked. go. Kiss the cousins. Yeah. So <laughs> the thing is, as you get pain in a joint, you stop using it as much mm. and it becomes weak. So it's really important that you do some strengthening exercises. So look up Bob and Brad for hip exercises, stretches mm -hmm. for pain and also hip strengthening. strengthening. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So again, uh, do these with and we'll always talk about this. You're, you're not going to do them if they create pain, particularly sharp pain. You're going to find out which exercises are tolerated and stretches are tolerated well and make it feel better and then go from there. Let me just say this too. It can make a huge difference. Oh, it yeah. can take people from having pain to no pain. Mm -hmm. Even though they have osteoarthritis, doesn't mean you're going to live with pain. Mm -hmm. I mean, so yeah, I definitely give this one a try, number mm -hmm. one. Number two is, again, probably blatantly obvious, but weight loss is strongly recommended for patients with hip osteoarthritis if they're overweight or obese. Now, I know this is daunting for many of you, but even a loss of 5% of body weight they found can make a big clinical or uh, mechanist, mechanist stick. <laughs> mechanistic. There we go. Me oh, yeah. Mechanistic outcome. Yes. So, so um, it's, you know, it doesn't take, you don't have to lose a uh, lot, 50 pounds, part right. of it, and uh, it's going to help you out. Right, so, so give it a shot. Yeah, we know that's difficult. It can be a real challenge uh, for anyone to, to lose weight, but, uh, you know, it, it can help. I'm not sure what this one means, but I'm going to give you my interpretation. So they found, uh, they, they strongly recommend self-management programs, mm -hmm. and I think the idea behind this, and this is, Brad and I have talked about this a lot with patients. You've got to feel like you're in control mm -hmm. and that you're in charge of getting this better. If you're waiting for somebody else to give you a pill or something or, you know, to take care of it, no, you've got to, you've got to take it under 
the bull by the horns, or, right? Well, a good example is the first two you just the first mentioned. Toe, right. Yeah. You, you want to, you got to get your exercise, your strengthening, your range of motion, uh, and then change your, your diet and, you know, see if that can help lose some weight. And those two things, that's all under your own self-management. You're in control. Right. Of that. I think this is a good time to mention, Brad, you know, they didn't include this, but, uh, and, you know, physicians are a little bit slow to embrace this, I think. But there's definitely anti-inflammatory foods. Right. And I and agree. You may want to, uh, you know, I would check that out because you might be able to knock things down, the pain down, just by by partaking in some of those. And you're definitely going to lose some weight if you happen to have a, not such a, a good diet, if you eat a lot of carbs and sugars and that kind of thing. Uh, it's just right. all part of the problem. All right, number four, Tai Chi is strongly recommended. Mm. And not surprisingly, because uh, when you have knee or hip arthritis, it's not only slow, gentle movements, graceful. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's also good breathing and relaxation. But right. you're getting strength, and it's, it's also helping your balance. Right. And so you're going to prevent falls. I'm kind of surprised they didn't have... Uh yoga in there too because it's there there's somewhat i've never taken either one i'm more familiar right. with some of the tai chi but one way or another it's it's a part of one in you know range of motion the gotta first be careful one. the yoga sometimes the uh some of them are really good and some of the exercises may not be good for for your hip in our opinion of in course. our opinion of course yeah <laughs> hey yoga sorry people yoga get people. Mad at us. <laughs> all right number five i'm glad they had this one brad because i on, on one study i saw where they didn't recommend it and uh, they recommended use of a cane. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, I always say to people, I, I'm not saying that you have to use a cane forever. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the hip kind of flares up. And if you can actually use the cane to let it calm down yep. and maybe do some strengthening while you're using the cane, mm -hmm. I think it makes a big difference. Because if you start, for example, you're not using the cane and you're waddling along. Because, because of the some, pain. Because of the pain. Mm -hmm. That actually makes things worse. Right. So, and, and people go, well, I'm not going to use a cane. I'm not that old. And, and the, <laughs> they'd rather waddle along and really draw attention to themselves as opposed to if they use the cane and walk normally. Right. So, yeah, it is one of those things you just kind of have to, you know, just think of cane giving you some dignity. Right. There you go. Or use a single crutch or a walking stick or something, <laughs> you know, if it's yeah. a little less obvious. All right. Uh, number six, oral NSAIDs, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. They're strongly recommended for people with hip OA. Um, so, so we're talking like ibuprofen, right? Aleve, Tylenol. Those uh, Tylenol is not well, an That's right. I, yeah. I get. I'm, I'm glad you picked that out. But also make sure you are aware of if you're taking other medications. You should talk to your doctor and find out if there's any precautions well even the ibuprofen you're only supposed to take you know it can be hard on your stomach yep. you gotta take it with food yep. um, we're not doctors we're not pharmacists so you know get advice from them people right. we do have an out, two outstanding videos with a, ph a pharmacist talking about these if you google bob and brad uh tylenol and ibuprofen they'll sure. come up and uh, you'll get some good inf excellent information yep. on that details Number seven, number eight are kind of similar, Brad. They're both talking about glucocorticoid injections, with, in other words, steroid injections. And they're both recommended. Uh, the one said it's, uh, the one basically says for the hip, they recommend that you use the ultrasound guided. Version. And you don't have to worry about this. A doctor makes a decision for you. But well, you he, want to make sure he, the doctor's doing it. 
you know, that he's not going to just stick in there blindly. He's going to have, you know, because they used to do that. They used to never use ultrasound to guide yeah. it. And they did it in the back, too, which I would never get a, a cortisone shot in my back without it being guided. In other words, if you, <coughs> if the doctor doesn't do it, you may want to go to a doctor that does use the, the so they can actually see the needle go right. in and it goes to the, the joint right. or the specific area without near as much guessing. It's much, much more accurate. So if a doctor says, well, I don't do that because I don't feel I need it, you could say, well, maybe I'll go to someone else right. who does have it. Now, they did say it's okay to, in your knee to have not use the ultrasound. Mm -hmm. Apparently, it's just pretty easy to find the spot. It's more superficial. And the same with your hands. Sure. Um, right. But well, for the hip, they think you should be guided by the... Uh, and, you know, th this is something you, can, you can't do too much of because you can't take too much steroids. Right. But they'll, they'll know that. I think they can usually do two shots a year, maybe three shots a year. Yeah, so. yeah I've had patients. Yeah, so they're actually putting that, that needle with the steroid. And they try to get it, I believe, right into the capsule of sure. the hip. And, you know, that makes sense. It is... Uh, you know, how, how are you going to see it? Because it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of soft tissue around that right. joint. I, I just have had, you know, people that have really done well with it. I've had people that, yeah. that didn't know at all that even helped. Right. It, it, it made a difference. So. Right, yep. But it's enough that the, the research has shown that it's definitely worth a try. Sure. Strongly recommended. Yep. So there they are. You can actually look these up yourself. Uh, just look up 2019 the American College of Rheumatology Arthritis mm -hmm. uh, guidelines. I think for hip or for osteoarthritis, and and it'll pop up. And then you so. don't have to listen to us babble on. That's right. It. <laughs> it's <laughs> a bonus. <laughs> All right. Take care, and we hope your hips uh, last a long time. Yeah. There we go.